0: Hello everyone, I'm Izzy Wiles and welcome to Hot Stuff, where we discuss current hot topics that we think deserve your attention. From social issues to popular culture, we'll be keeping you up to date on relevant and unique time-related content every Tuesday. Today I will be bringing you part two of my interview with Louisa who was a flight attendant with China Airlines for seven years and carried out six years worth of research on Taiwanese female flight attendants. So hopefully you've already listened to part one if not go check it out and here is part two. (coughs) And let's talk more about some of the like the circumstances mm-hmm. and situations that a uh, flight attendant, female flight attendants, come across. So there was one situation I read about where a customer got very angry that they didn't have the meal they wanted, mm. and the female attendant got upset about it, and her senior took over. And then you mentioned how she kind of utilised her female characteristics and languages to resolve the situation. So I was I found this really really interesting Uh, Um, because it also plays into the whole like gender roles and i was interested in you know how often do female flight attendants Mm. kind of have to play on those feminine characteristics Uh,
1: yes yes in their
0: role or that you know that gendered emotional labor kind of thing
1: yeah well that's one of the things i always reflect myself on myself uh when i begin to do my research 'Cause I didn't quite realise I was doing that a lot in my daily life as a flight attendant. But basically this is what I did almost every flight. But putting like different level sometimes. For example, the one of the interviewees shared her experience as just mentioned. like uh, I want to I want to talk about this example. It's one of a very typical example, like how female flight attendants Utilize our femininity mm. to kind of try to provide so called better service or good satisfying service. Um, the interview she shared with me when she was a trainee, uh, she was serving the f- meal. Uh, but one passenger didn't get what he wants. He will want, I think he won't, I, I don't know why, but I, like everyone knew. <laughs> go, go home to take a plane. We we'll always want the chicken rice, chicken rice seafood noodle. Oh, I want chicken rice. Everyone wants chicken rice. <laughs> it's like a magic or something. But anyway, uh, uh, the the flight attendant came across the the passenger who was really, really mad. Why didn't I get my chicken rice? You are, the, you are, you are so mean. And all this kind of, he was blending all the time, complaining and with loud voices. And he was, I think he was saying that, go to, uh, ask your uh, purser, the manager, in-flight manager to come mm. to explain. And the, because she was Chinese, she was frightened. She was like, oh, I'm in big trouble. Oh. So she began to cry. And one of the senior mm, female colleagues and approach and say, okay, I can take over. You just step back and let me handle this. And she told me that senior flight attendant just uh, crouched down and... Uh, Kind of very close to the male passenger And explaining, oh, I'm so sorry We ran out of our chicken rice And the male passenger was still kind of blaming And was very angry And he said, I'm so sorry, please help us mm-hmm. Instead of saying we don't have, please help us or, I'm sorry, be our hero And Chinese, to help us 带我们的忙, because that uh, flight attendant was very young and she was Che and she, the senior crew actually asked the passenger saying, Oh please help her. I mean mm-hmm. she's very young and you keep blaming her she'll be in trouble. please save her and mm-hmm. I can give you something else I can give you more drinks or more bread but please don't be mad. And uh, luckily, uh, she, succeed, she succeeded, <laughs> persuaded that passenger. And I think that's one of very typical way that female flight attendants always come across. Sometimes you cannot get passenger the resources they want the, the resource is quite
0: limited you have to use the kind of feminine way to interact with the passengers right so it, it's interesting because that kind of plays you know into the gender roles it's yeah. like oh, the woman trying to make the fill the man like yeah. he's like you know so please help us like the yeah, yeah, kind of yeah, like yeah, yeah. so that's this really really interesting example um and, and there was another part of your research mm-hmm. that was really interesting about how you kind of found that uh, female flight attendants found that you know through this behavior that they have to do it, like every day and the emotional mm. labor they actually altered how they behaved in their everyday life when they were off the job could you tell us more about that ah
1: yes well, while my uh batch cohort like mm-hmm. we were trained together and she shared an experience with me she used to be a very kind person very gentle and like her real personality is that way but after becoming a flight attendant she was even more like very kind of uh put herself like behind put herself very small she became mm-hmm. very very polite Probably too polite. So she shared one of the example. I mean, uh, once she was on her way home, uh, just right after the flight, uh, she drove to work and she found that uh, the gas is low. So she went to the gas station and she interacted with the attendant in the, at the gas station in a very, very polite way. She said something like, oh, sir, would you please help me to fill up the gas? Thank you very much. And then she found, oh, I don't have enough. I have only have big bills. I only have 1,000. Uh, Taiwan dollar I don't have like kind of smaller bills and she said I'm so sorry I don't have any change would you mind if I give you $1,000 and the attendant said oh, sure of course and she said thank you so much and after the attendant helped her to fill up the gas she said oh thank you so much you are very kind thank you for giving Um, uh, thank you for for accepting my 1000 one uh Taiwan dollar he keeps saying thank you and the attendant was like why you keep saying thank you? It's really bothering, you know? And uh, she was like, oh, I didn't know that. Thank you for telling me. Thank you so much. <laughs> oh. When she told me, uh, we we both laughed, but then we kind of, a little pathetic and sad, you know, mm. kind of keep saying Because at work, we always have to say thank you, uh, please, all this kind of very polite language, either to passenger, to colleague, to the managers, like to everyone become, has become like one of our personality, personal characteristics. I actually had to say that when I just left my job, I also found that I was kind of too polite person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was not so, that that polite. <laughs> <laughs> I <was> too strong. <laughs> yeah. I remember when I just went to United States, like in the beginning, I actually came across some racial discrimination oh. and found that one of the reasons was I am very probably people think I'm a very typical Asian woman being polite and probably too polite. I kind of reflect that and think, yeah, probably, that's one of the reasons because flight attendant actually has changed me a lot. Mm -hmm. So I probably use, oh, no problem. I'm being modest. Oh, no problem. I can accept that. So sometimes, like, facing something really not so fair, I was like, oh, no problem. I can take that. Yeah. yeah, Because I was used to being in the road that taking care of others' emotions, trying to be very small and trying to be very modest and Mm -hmm. put others... The other
0: people's needs in the priority. You know, so w- would you say that is that's quite a common thing that happens to people who do this career? I think I think so. Yeah. I feel
1: like it's more like occupational characteristic. Yeah. Like many of my cohort, not like not like colleagues in the China Airline. I would say like in poly in other Airline companies, I found that many crew members tend tend to be very very polite
0: even Mm. like in real life so you know it really does impact every aspect of your of your life yes let's you know talk more about these these Mm uh really high standards but we've kind of touched on it a bit but would you say it is very specific to airlines in asia as opposed Mm. to you know elsewhere in the world Mm. that they have these really high standards
1: (laughs) i think that's a good question like uh even today when you go through the flight attendants interview process they ask you to do kind of full makeup Mm-hmm. and they want to make sure that you look like flight attendant. And after you become a real flight attendant, you are always asked to walk in a certain way or smile in a certain way or you have to do the makeup uh, fo- by following the company's rules. Mm-hmm. You have to put your hair up without any baby hair. It's more like you don't have your personal identity. You're just like a uniform as like the same women. I once put mm-hmm. my photos, like I show my students the photos when I just became a flight attendant. I took that photo with my badge cohort and I asked them, can you recognize which one is me? And <laughs> it's hard for them actually really? because they said they're all the same. I think airline companies try to use all these kind of rules to make women uniformed. Mm-hmm. We all look at the same and you, so you have to follow all the rules. And not only in Taiwan, I think in other Asian company, airline company that also emphasize all the makeup or the dress up. Mm. And Singapore Airlines, Japan, Old Airlines, Japan, Korea, I think they also emphasize that very, very much.
0: Yeah. yeah. So and do you think the fact that, you know, it's still majority mm. women working in that in the industry as, as the flight attendants you know, does it come down to the the femininity thing that women are the carers, the ones who you know will look after you, kind of thing? Yes,
1: unfortunately, I think still yes. Uh, it's kind of sad. Not, well, do, when you ask me question, I said, yes, it is still emphasise that caring, you're being the hostess. Uh, in flight, you have to be kind to everyone because women take care of others. It's kind of your nature. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, it's not really nature. Like also, we talk about the emotional labor, it takes effort. Yeah. That you have to create such kind of emotion. Sometimes you are sad or sometimes you are mad. But still you have to smile, you have to provide the Asian hospitality good service uh, customers go first things like that
0: so what do you think the biggest struggles that Mm. women face being a female flight attendant Mm. in in, let's say in Taiwan what are the biggest Mm. struggles that women face do you think doing this job
1: I think I can talk about this in two ways the Mm. first thing is like at work women are considered like the caregiver so sometimes you if you don't do the caregiver things you just do yourself. You're probably not so polite, or not using the service languages as the company requires you to do. You'll be questioned if you are qualified for this job. So even you are kind, even you are a very nice person, you're still being qualified because you don't follow the rule. And also they have the kind of beauty standard. So say for example, when I have some uh, skin problems at that time, sometimes I got a uh, kind of sensitive skin. My my face got red and hard for me to do the makeup. So I will be asked to ask sickly because I wow. was told, yeah, you are not qualified for this job wow. you, because your face had problem. You have the skin issues. But I feel like, no, I'm very mm-hmm. kind. Yeah. <laughs> I can provide good service. I like to interact with people. Yeah. But because of this beauty standards, they ask you to do certain kind of things. even Even you have this kind of enthusiasm. But... If you don't have that beautiful face, if you're not you cannot dress up, you cannot do the makeup, you are not qualifying. I think it's kind of intriguing,
0: like yeah. in my Did that impact your mental health? <laughs> indeed over those you indeed.
1: Know, what seven years. Yeah, indeed. Like sometimes I feel like uh, at that time, I remember I told myself, oh, because sometimes I have skin issues, I may not be as beautiful as my colleague, but I can provide the best service <laughs> <laughs> in flight, try to convey I, mean, I mean, try to persuade myself. So I think all oh, this kind of, it's hard to say it's discrimination, but it mm-hmm. still has this kind of stereotype. You have to prefer a certain way. That's one part, and the other part is the work and family balance. Because many flight attendants, they get married, they have children. It's hard for them to take care of their children and to balance between their uh, work, and family responsibility. Because of the
0: different work time. So, how do you then? How do the female flight attendants navi- mm. navigate that? Have, mm. Having you know, having a family as well. Does it end up being that? A lot of people leave the industry mm-hmm. when they when they have a family. Yeah, I think that's the hard part for flight attendants as well. Because
1: flight attendants, as uh, so we talked about earlier, just like my mom, people say, oh, it's just a waiter-witches job. They look down this job. They think just like easy job. You probably don't get much skills and you are good at, at people's skills. But besides that, what do you know? Some people will say that. So some flight attendants, even they want to quit the job, after they have children, they want to take, they want to spend more time with their children. It's hard for them to find another job, so they have to kind of really struggle between: should I leave my job or should I stay? But sometimes when they stay, it will hard for them to, for example, switch flight with others so they can spend more time with the family, take care of the children, and sometimes it's also hard for them to get these chances to get together with family important occasion and the flexibility
0: of the flight schedule Mm. is not something they can control right have you ever ever heard of airline companies Mm. Saying that two female flight attendants mm-hmm. that oh no, you're too old, you should leave this career or giving them kind of pressure uh, to do that.
1: In Taiwan they cannot do that anymore.
0: <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: yeah, thanks to the law. <laughs> but I heard, I heard. Uh Singapore Airline flight attendants came across issues like this. I mean I heard that I mean one of my interviewee worked for Singapore Airline. She shared some something something she knows she say in the beginning they can they have to quit job after they get married and then they kind of change that oh you can still keep the job but until you have children Mm -hmm. so they have to resign the job when they uh, give birth to the child and then I heard that some flight attendants were accepted by Singapore Airlines even though they have become mothers but they have to keep nice figure Look like still young and don't look like a mother.
0: Wow. Well, that's mm. I heard from while my interviewees, The kind of change. Mm. That's sad. Yeah, that is, that is sad. So women that do leave the industry, mm-hmm. is there a common thing that people kind of fall into, or do they end up just doing whatever?
1: Yeah, some of them like do different career. If they do their job, I mean, if they quit the job earlier, they probably have other choices. And mm. um, many of my, I found that many of my colleague, previous colleague, if they college major was in for example in business or in international trade it's easier for them to transfer to another career path but some of them do like more social science or or humanity probably will be harder for them to find another job i find it really case by case but still Mm.
0: so you, you first set out on doing this research around 2008 mm-hmm. now would you say the definitions of what make a flight attendant female flight attendant qualified have changed since you first set out
1: unfortunately i found they still love the standard and uh, not changed so much when you go to an interview you still have to present in certain way all this kind of beautiful faces, nice figure, you have to do the all this kind of, go through everything and showing that how passionate you are, you, are, you have, you're passionate for this job mm. and showing you're a caring person, you are you're nice going, you're easy going, all these kind of things. So
0: unfortunately, the qualifications still disappear. So yeah, just maybe the laws have gotten yeah. stricter yeah. and have these then conceptions about about the career change at or would you say does it still is it still seen as kind of an occupation mixed with a glorious beauty myth which is a quote uh, from <laughs> yeah
1: well compared to maybe 20 years ago it's not probably not that glamorous mm. as before in particular i think after the strikes mm. the china airline and eva air the flight attendant strike after that people begin to understand oh it's really a hard work it's really like requires a
0: lot of work and a lot of effort and it's not as glamorous as we thought and we talked about you know these strict standards the pressure can it be an empowering career i mean
1: uh for the job itself i think kind of empowering because it gives many women a lot of choices Mm -hmm. like you can choose to be a flight attendant You can be financially dependent, you can go many places, you may have more confidence because of this job. Well, on the other hand, if you want to do something like uh, fight for your rights, you really have to cooperate with other women. Mm -hmm. If the women did not really cooperate with each other,
0: probably there were no strikes yeah right yeah Mm -hmm. so it's kind of definitely has its positives and negatives because I can I can really understand you know as a young person giving you the economic ability to like earn money and also travel yeah but then it is a lot of things that you are having to sacrifice yeah uh, Yeah. at the cost of that and probably when you were young you probably didn't think of that right yeah (laughs) (laughs) Um, and but you did stay for seven years Mm -hmm. so what would you say what was the reason for you staying for, for so long
1: I actually really enjoy interacting with different people. Yeah. <laughs> I like to talk to different people. I like I, I really enjoy the experience. I can, can work with different colleagues. And I come across a lot of different passengers from different cultures. To be honest, I really like that job. Even mm-hmm. though I struggle a lot as yeah. well, <laughs> so
0: knowing what you know now, mm. you would would you still spend those seven years at China Airlines?
1: Mm. Actually, I think. I would still choose to be a flight attendant but maybe now I won't maybe I don't know I don't <laughs> stay for that long right. maybe five years was enough well, yeah maybe five <laughs> years were enough yeah, yeah yeah it's hard
0: though. Yeah. hindsight is uh, a <laughs> yeah
1: if I mean for, for I mean seven years probably too long I almost couldn't quit my job because I love it too much mm. yeah but
0: I also think yeah it's a very nice experience right so and it kind of sounds a bit like as well that the kind of darker side of it as such was something that you reflected on later yeah yeah, yeah 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 yeah. So I can I can understand how you don't have the time or you don't properly reflect until you've kind of mm. left the yeah. industry. Yeah. And then we've spoken a lot about female flight attendants. Mm. And I know that's mm. where your research is mm. focused on. Mm. But I'm also interested in uh-huh. how the experience of male flight attendants differs. <laughs> yeah, is, th- is there anything that you could tell us about that? About how uh-huh. maybe it differs? Has it become more of a thing that men do now too?
1: Yeah, actually I think, Uh. I, I mean, of course it's still dominate the occupation mm-hmm. but I think more and more men want to be a flight attendant as well. And there was kind of mess myth, general messy, myth, oh men who want to be a flight attendant they must be gay or things uh, like that because they're caring, okay. they like take care of people, they are very gentle, things like that but of course not. That's not true. Mm-hmm. And for men, another interesting thing even though I didn't do research on that part, I noticed that when we talk about female flight attendants kind of use the femininity to interact with passengers. Sometimes it happens to men. Men, men use their masculinity mm-hmm. to interact with passengers. Sometimes the female passenger may have issues. And right. It will be hard for female flight attendants to deal with that. And we found <laughs> that, oh, okay, when we send our male flight attendants there, sometimes it works. And also I noticed that some... Uh, male flight attendants—they are. Mm, it's easier for them to get the uh, more authority or. Uh, How should I say, like, some of them become purser easier, (laughs) become Mm. an in-flight manager easier because they are men. But then, of course, not everyone. I cannot, like, saying some of them are not qualified. But it's easier for men to be seen in a female-dominated occupation. It's still
0: true. It's a sad reality of a lot of, like, careers and stuff. Yeah, yeah well thank you so much for joining thank me you. today and if people want to read your research or find out more about you where should they look on oh, i can share my facebook
1: page and you can uh, messenger me and uh, my message my facebook page currently <laughs> is in i wrote in mandarin but of course if you have any question i welcome other questions feedback comments just feel free to message me
0: i'm what sorry what name would that be under
1: oh i have to say in chinese then yeah. you can uh, 查我的名字,
0: 張慶玉, and, uh, I can put it in our uh, description. Yes, box. okay. <laughs>
1: 小玉老師的寫歌, 人生实用说明书,
0: Amazing. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. thank you. And I will see everyone next week. Bye.